So the reading this morning comes from 2 Timothy, and it's the, the passage shortly before the, uh, the passage that I read out earlier on during our time of worship. And Paul writes these words. It's from 2 Timothy, chapter 3, starting at verse 16. All scripture is God-breathed and is useful for teaching, rebuking, correcting, and training in righteousness, so that the man of God may be thoroughly equipped for every good work. In the presence of God and of Christ Jesus, who will judge the living and the dead, and in view of his appearing and his kingdom, I give you this charge. Preach the word. Be prepared in season and out of season. Correct, rebuke, and encourage with great patience and careful instruction. For the time will come when men will not put up with sound doctrine. Instead, to suit their own desires, they will gather around them a great number of teachers to say what their itching ears want to hear. They will turn their ears away from the truth and turn aside to myths. But you, keep your head in all situations. Endure hardship. Do the work of an evangelist. Discharge all the duties of your ministry. Very clear instruction that Paul gives to Timothy and that we can also pay heed to today. And the instruction is, do not allow yourself to be distracted. Do not allow yourself to have your eyes taken away from from Christ and to be led off on a different path by what the world has to offer. Stick to Jesus. And so we're going to do a bit of a, a, um, a demonstration of how we can do that this morning. And I need volunteers. Now, please don't think that is just children, okay? Anybody who wants to come up, because what we're going to do this morning, we are going to learn how to use this archaic piece of equipment, a compass, okay? For those of you who who feel a bit outside your comfort zone already, before the days of GPS, this was your GPS. Good thing about this is that the battery can't die. It can't lose signal. Okay, unless you're in a metal box. <laughs> I suppose that could be a bit of an issue. But if you'd like to come and learn how to use a compass, step up now. Don't all rush. God. Excellent, good stuff. We've got... Brilliant. Absolutely. Fantastic. Right then, so we have here a compass. Oh, sorry, I'll, I'll, I'll hold it. Are we... Right, okay, bear with us. So, on the compass, there's a round dial, okay, and around the dial, there are numbers, okay? Sorry, I'll I'll come over here so we can all see. There are numbers around the dial. And how many, let's split the circle into degrees, how many degrees in a circle? 360, excellent. So, you'll see on here, there's an N, and you'll see there's an S at the bottom, so you've got north and south, and east, there's an E there, and west over there. Now, this needle, which is floating, you'll notice that wherever I turn the compass, the needle keeps pointing that way, okay? And the reason for that, anybody guess? It's It's north. That's right, yeah, it's north. Excellent. And this needle is magnetised, and so wherever we turn the compass, the magnet keeps pointing to magnetic north. If If we walked in that direction and kept on going and going and going, we'd get colder and colder and colder, and eventually we would get to the North Pole, the magnetic North Pole. Okay? Now, we're not going to do that this morning, so we haven't got time. (laughs) But to use a compass, the first thing we can do, 
you'll see in this dial there are lots of lines, okay? And you'll see that there is a red arrow. Can you see that underneath on the dial yeah. underneath? Yeah. yeah. So if you line up the magnetic needle with the dial, then we'll have the N for north is there. N okay. For north, N for north, that's it. Zero degrees. And that is pointing towards north, okay? So that, that's north. But we don't want to go north. We want to go somewhere else. So the exercise we're going to do this morning, I'm going to send you off using the compass. On, I'm going to be calling out compass bearings. Now, compass bearing is simply a number. So I'll, I'll help you with the first one. The first one, you're going to take 16 steps on a bearing of 253 degrees. So to do that... To do that, we take this dial, and we're looking at these numbers up here, okay? So we turn, we turn this until we get to, what, was it, what did I say? 253, excellent. Better not set you the wrong bearing. So we turn that, and there we go. So you, you've got 240 there, 260 there. So this black line in between the two is 250, and that is 253 degrees. So what we do is we've got 253 degrees there on this black line, and then we line up the magnetic needle pointing north that way, and we line up the dial, and then, once they're both lined up, we look where this is pointing, and you'll see it's pointing up there. So, who would like to... I'll do it. Yeah? Excellent. Right then, so, I want you 16 steps down there. Excellent. So, my steps might have been slightly bigger than yours. <laughs> Excellent. So now, now, on a bearing of 171 degrees, 171 degrees... Something's happening over there. You happy? Excellent. So, um, well, I did seven steps. So I wonder if maybe uh, nine or ten might be better. Excellent, brilliant. So now on a bearing of 90 degrees. (coughs) 
on a bearing of 90 degrees, we're going to take, um, we'll call it 16 steps. Excellent. Brilliant, excellent. So that, that brings us to this point. And so far on a journey, we've done really well. We've, 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 we've had the compass, we've learned how to use it, and we've used it as a guide. We've followed instructions, the bearings that have been called out, and we've got to this point in the journey. But at this point in the journey, we come to a distraction. Okay? We come to this magnificent Christmas tree, which is, is it's brilliant. It's great. It's, it's nice to, to celebrate Christmas. We've done all that. It's still here. It'll come down this week, probably. But can anybody notice anything about the Christmas tree, which is maybe a little bit strange, maybe a little bit distracting? Anybody see anything on there, which... Black baubles. Uh, black baubles. <laughs> yeah, hey, I, I'm, I'm not going to go there. You can get in all sorts of trouble. But there's, a, there's, some, there's something... Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Now, what, what do you think? What, what does that say on there? Uh, indoor. Indoor. Firework. firework. Indoor firework. Mm. Right, okay. <laughs> right. Who fancies seeing an indoor firework? Yes, please. Yes, yeah, please. right. Come on in. Okay. So, ignore that. Put that to one side. Don't worry about that. That's it. Put your, put your compass down. Yep, absolutely. There you go. Well done. Excellent. Good stuff. So, <laughs> where's your faith, Andy? <laughs> so, indoor firework. Okay. So, we'll open this up. There we go. Yeah, we can get rid of that. All right. And then we can... Oh, dear, I should have got one of you to open this. is... Ah, going from the other end. There we go. Right. There we go. An indoor firework. But it gets better because we can light an indoor firework because we're indoors. Yeah? It's not safe to light them outdoors. So, thankfully, there's our... You meant to put these in cakes, so um, we're not going to eat that, but that'll do as our cake for the time being. An indoor... It sounds pretty good, doesn't it? And it says on the box, it lasts for about 40 seconds, okay? So, we've got the infamous unlightable matches. Let's see how we get on with these. There we go. Don't know what all the fuss was about. Right, do you want to stand back a little bit? Yeah? Okay, so. Pretty good, isn't it? Yeah, look at that. That's good. It's big. It's got the sparks. It's, I like it. Nothing's caught on fire yet. That's always a bonus. Hey, we like that. There we go. 40 seconds is a long time, isn't it? There we go. That was great. Should we do it again? Yeah, do it again. Oh, hang on. 
You can't. That's it. That's a letdown, isn't it? Oh, that's a shame. It was great while it lasted, wasn't it? That was really good. It burnt brightly. It was loads of sparks and, and flames and everything. That was brilliant. But we've been distracted. Because we were doing really well on our journey. We'd gone, we'd gone up, up the aisle. We'd gone across the back. We'd come back down. We were doing really well. We were really close to the end of the journey. But we let ourselves be distracted. And so we didn't complete the journey. Now then, the last bearing that we were going to take was a bearing of 351 degrees, and it would have been for 12 paces. And on a bearing of 351 degrees, on a, bear, on a, on a, a distance of 12 paces, that would have brought us, can anybody guess? Yeah, exactly. That's right. <laughs> Brings us to the foot of the cross. And at the foot of the cross, there's not a short-term thrill that's going to throw out a load of sparks. There's something which lasts a lot longer. You see, when we come to the foot of the cross, when we complete our journey, we don't find the, the cheap, short-term thrill that the world offers. What we find is a light that burns forever, a light that shines throughout the world. Jesus pointed to himself and said, I am the light of the world. So when we're on our journey this year in 2017, we have to be really careful Really careful. Because you see, we have been given one of these. Each and every one of us has one of these. Okay, Now, not literally, we might not all own a compass, but inside us, we all have a compass. We all have a sense of right and wrong. We all have a sense of good and evil. Why do we have that? You don't find that in, in, in the natural world. You don't find that in... In animals saying, no, 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 I'm really hungry, but I'm not going to eat that rabbit, says Mr. Fox, because I, I, I feel that's wrong. You don't get that, do you? We have that. Why? Because we are created to be set aside. We are created. We are God's chosen people. God created mankind so that we can choose to love him. So we have this, this compass and that's all very well, but as we've seen, having a compass isn't much use without a set of compass bearings. The bearings are in the Bible. This is why it's so important that we read our Bibles. Because this is a bit like when I was, when I um, had just shown you how to use the compass and then I was calling out the bearings and you were, you were changing your compass, you were changing your direction, you were getting told which bearing to walk on and how many paces to walk, walk it for. That's a bit like reading the Bible and thinking, okay, this is what God's saying to me. This is, this is the instruction that God has given to me. This is the direction that I need to take with my life. You see, when we go back to the passage that I read earlier on, first of all, Paul says, all scripture is God-breathed. Okay, so we can, we can totally rely on scripture. 
we can absolutely rely that this is not, not simply a nice story that somebody wrote who was a little bit creative. This is God-breathed. It's useful for teaching, rebuking, correcting, training in righteousness, so that the man of God may be thoroughly equipped for every good work. So in everything that we do in life, we can be equipped if we turn to the instruction manual. If we turn to the one who's giving us direction, he'll equip us for the journey that we're on. Paul gave Timothy the charge, preach the word. And that's a charge for us today. It doesn't just mean standing up here preaching. It means preach the word in your everyday life. When you're you're at school with friends, when you're with neighbours, when you're with (coughs) colleagues, when you're with family, whoever it is that you find yourself being with, you can preach the word by living a godly life. By living a life that goes in a direction that the Bible is, is telling us to through the spiritual compass that we have inside us. He says, be prepared in season and out of season. So in other words, don't just come to church and think, right, I'm, in, I'm safe now, I can, I can live the Christian life, I'm in church, I'm amongst Christians. Be prepared to be out of your comfort zone. In areas of life where you think, oh, these people, they're going to they're gonna mock me, they're going to think I'm a lunatic. It's, this is so alien to them. Be prepared for that. Correct, rebuke, encourage. Encourage, that's an important one. With great patience and careful instruction. When we're, when, we're trying to, when we're trying to tell people about Jesus, we need to be encouraging to people. We need not to be condemning. We need to be patient and explaining. For the time will come when men do not put up with sound doctrine. Well, it feels like that time's, that time's here. Instead, to suit their own desires, they'll gather around them a great number of teachers to say that what their itching ears want to hear. They'll turn their ears away from the truth and turn aside to myths. And the world is full of myths. It's full of the offerings of the, the, short-term, the short-term thrill. The, the flashing lights, the bright sparks, the promise, the excitement of an indoor firework found in a, in a brilliantly decorated Christmas tree. It takes your eyes away immediately. You put the compass down. You think, yeah, 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 I can, I can come back to that any time. Jesus forgives. No, we shouldn't treat it like that. We shouldn't treat the Bible like that. Instead, indoor firework? No, I've got the light of the world. Paul's final instruction, he says, but you... Keep your head in all situations. Endure hardship. Do the work of an evangelist. Discharge all the duties of your ministry. Guys, thank you for your help today. You may go and sit down. And I urge you to do remember how to, how to use a compass. You never know when your phone's going to pack up. You see, for 2017, you'll be hearing next week that the... Um, I'm not going to give a spoiler, but the, the, the buzzword is effective. The key word is to be effective. And the only way that we can be effective is if we're constantly checking our spiritual compass. If you're walking in fog or darkness and, and you're walking on a compass bearing, you're just one or two degrees out because you take your eyes off your compass and you think, yeah, I know roughly where I'm going. It's amazing how quickly, if you walk a mile without checking your compass, you're a long way off where, where you should have been because instead of heading straight, you veered off. And the further you go, the bigger that distance, the harder it is to correct it, the more likely you are to go over a cliff edge or into a peat bog or something like that. There are these perils awaiting you. But if we keep our spiritual compass set on Christ, if we keep checking, if we keep checking the bearing that God's telling us to walk on, then we won't go far wrong and we will be able to be effective Christians, an effective church. And that's what we're striving for in this year to come. The light of Jesus is never extinguished. And what I've got here, I've got a few 
baskets of tea lights. Now, they're just tea lights. There's nothing spiritual about them. There's nothing special about them. They were a pound shop, I think. But if you'd like to, then I'd encourage you to take a tea light, take it home with you. And I'm not one for New Year's resolutions, but maybe, just maybe, today or tomorrow, you can find a quiet moment where you just light that candle. And while it's burning, read your Bible. Any piece of scripture you feel led to, and pray. And just take some time with God. And if you're sitting there today and you're not a Christian, you think, what a load of nonsense. Take a candle and just take some time out. Be still and know that I am God, the Bible says. Moments of stillness are rare in this world. We're so busy all the time. But maybe in 2017, we can just set aside a little bit of time every day to make sure we keep, as Christ's candle keeps burning for us, so we can keep our candle burning, so we can still be reflectors of his glory, of his light in a world of darkness around us. Let's pray. Father God, thank you for your word. Thank you for your steadfast love. Lord, thank you that we can rely on you with absolute certainty. We put our hope in you. We know that you love us. We know that you have sent your son for us. We know that you shine as brightly today as you ever have and that you will do forevermore. And Father, we pray that you will help us to lead our lives in a way that pleases you, to to make sure that our spiritual compass is always aimed at you, that we are always heading in the direction that you want us to be heading, for the distance that you want us to be travelling. Father, sustain us in our journey and help us not to be distracted by the, the thrills of the world, but instead to focus on you, because we know that the the absolute best reward is that crown of righteousness that Paul talks about. When the day comes that we can stand before you, Father, may we be able to do so, having lived lives that honour you. Father, we pray that this year we can be effective in working for you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.